Rob Emery. Good afternoon, good evening, welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good afternoon. My good man, you've come all the way over from the San Francisco Giants. You're playing in the Australian Baseball League. The first question I've got for you, how are you enjoying this baseball experience when you look back on your baseball career? Uh, It's been a dream come true. You know, I think uh, ever since I got to college and found out that you could go to Australia and play professionally, it's been something I wanted to do, and it's been my first chance to get out to winter ball, so I've uh, really enjoyed just getting to compete and, and keep playing baseball at this time of year. And um, it's certainly been a pleasure getting to explore New Zealand and, and spending time on this side of the world. So it's been uh, it's been a real joy for me. And I, I think most of the guys on the team would say the same, especially the, uh, the American players. Yeah. And how have you found the whole team environment? It's not easy, is it, for the manager Steve Mintz and likes of Darren Bragg having to bring a group of players together that have never played with each other in a really sort of sh- short period of time. And you know, and then put you out there with an expectation of winning. Yeah, well, I think they did a great job in, uh, you know, just finding guys that, that were hungry and, uh, you know, resilient. And, you know, they've certainly had to be, be resilient, uh, you know, over the, the last three years, just trying to get us, um, you know, back on the field. And, uh, you know, I think it shows in how, how the team's played and how we've come together and, and um, you know, the resiliency we showed to, travel and to um you know adverse conditions whether it's you know weather or uh you know whatever's come our way we've we've been able to just uh come together and push through and um you know i think we're we're gaining a lot of momentum here especially off that trip to perth and uh i i really like where the team's at right now especially going into the second half of the season here yeah which one of the three road trips have you enjoyed the most the brisbane bandits uh canberra against the cavalry or uh, against the perth heat over the weekend i mean firstly from a baseball point of view and and also maybe just from a a, a tourism point of view yeah uh from a baseball point of view i think i think perth was was the most fun just because of the challenge of you know flying over uh 5000 kilometers and then uh playing that that Friday night game, uh, 7 p.m. Perth time, which was, you know, midnight for us. And we're all still kind of jet lagged. And, and we knew all those things were going to be a factor. And we, I think we showed a lot of toughness, especially our pitching staff throwing a complete game shutout there and, and set the tone for the series. So from a baseball standpoint, I think we played our best baseball this last, uh, this last weekend in Perth. And, you know, Br- Brisbane was definitely a, a fun city to, to visit and be a tourist in and we got to spend a little bit more time there but uh anytime you go one and three on a road trip it's hard to say you liked mm. uh you liked being in that city you know what i mean now you're the catcher and that relationship with the pitcher is absolutely vital and pitching is the key to baseball got good pitching you're generally going to win probably more games than you're going to lose but how difficult has it been forming that relationship understanding the picture in front of you, but also at the same time, not having a lot of time to do the reconnaissance, perhaps on the batters that are up in the box. Yeah, it, uh, it's been a bit of a challenge, but I think when you, um, you know, I think when the pitchers trust that you're, um, you know, there to help them as much as you can and, and you convey that, um, you know, then you get, you're able to get on the same page quickly, even with, you know, we've got Taiwanese pitchers, Japanese pitchers, uh, different pitchers from different orgs in America. So 
um, as soon as you can get on the same page with them and just, you know, let them know that if they do what they do best, the odds are going to be in their favor. Mm. So I think uh, early on, especially in the Brisbane trip, you know, uh, our staff, we might have tried to do a little bit too much. And, you know, we walked some guys, didn't throw as many strikes as we could. And, and that came back to bite us. And, and guys saw that and we were able to adjust. And, I, um, you know, we've we've really pitched well these last three series. And it's it's been a reason why mm-hmm. uh, we've been so successful. I think by your own high standards and just looking at statistics and and reading that perhaps you didn't, maybe didn't have your your best series against Brisbane, but since then you've just continued to go from strength to strength. Is that a fair comment? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We were we were myself and as a team, we were all kind of getting settled in and getting settled into the league and uh, you know everything. You know, it's um, you know a little bit of a layoff no matter what mm-hmm. season you were playing in. You know no one would play games in, mm. in two months. So, mm. um, you know, you just got to kind of roll with the punches and, and realize that, you know, whatever happens at first series, you're going to be able to adjust. And uh, if you make good adjustments, you're going to be all right. Mm. Yeah, from from a personal point of view, what were the shifts? What were the adjustments that you felt you needed to make? Was it just simply a case of acclimatizing? Was it just a simple case of time? Or did you have to make some adjustments technically? I mean, what were the coaching staff asking of you? Um. I, I would say with myself personally on, on the batting side, it was I, I had uh, got here and gotten a little uh, dinged up uh, on the injury side. And I had some weird adjustments I felt like came from that just from trying to play while I wasn't at 100 percent health. So once I, I realized like, hey, you know, I'm doing things because my body is um, compensating a little bit and I just need to trust that that I can, uh, you know, do things normally. Uh, that that's kind of what allowed me to get back to, mm. um, you know, being my, my normal self. And then you know it's, uh, you know, you're you're catching, and you know, there's a lot of things that go into to managing the game. So I'll, I'll always put the emphasis on defense first. So um, you know, there's that. You know, you you want to make sure that you have all your bases covered on the defensive side, and uh, you know, learning how to get the signs mm. in and and making sure you're on, on the same page with the pitcher mm. as well. Mm. You hurt your hand in the series, the first home series here against the Sydney Blue Sox. How's that injury? It's good. It's uh, It's gotten a lot better. I felt like the last uh, the last two games of the Perth series, I was, I was back to swinging normally. And it's just one of those things that, you know, for hitters, uh, you're always just, if you have a hand injury or whatever, it's always going to be magnified because that's what's holding the bat and the ball's, impacting the bat so you just got to learn to manage your workload and, and figure out what you can mm. do to get yourself ready to to hit when uh you know you can't hit as much so it's all you know it's always a evolving um you know adjustment process or whatever but i'm looking forward to uh you know getting completely healthy over these next two days and and getting out there for this mm. uh this next home series against melbourne there's a lot going on as a catcher, isn't there? You're looking to try and pick runners off at second base. You've got to be aware of everything that is going on. If there are runners on base, you've got the pitching count. You've got the, uh, you know, the communication with the hand signals um, with the pitcher. Um, is that? Yeah, I mean, explain explain your sort of uh, mindset around that and um, how you deal with the different equations that are potentially playing out in front of you. Yeah, it's uh, it's 
there's, you know, you're always kind of thinking about seven things at once and you just kind of have to, um, make sure, you know, you're, you're given the right priority to the right thing. So, you know, you're calling a game, the, the biggest bang for your buck things are always going to be like, you know, how can I get my pitcher to repeat his delivery? And if he can repeat his delivery, he's probably going to be throwing strikes. Mm -hmm. So then if, you know, you got him throwing strikes, then it becomes, Mm -hmm. okay, how can I, um, you know, sequence his pitches the best way so that they, um, you know, look as similar as they can, you know, as close to home plate as they can to make a hard decision for the batter. And then, you know, the last thing that kind of isn't as big as much of a, a bang for your buck scenario, but it does come into play is, you know, who are, who are the best hitters on the other team and, and what do they not hit well? Because if we can go mm-hmm. to the well with those in those situations, you know, that, that, um, you know, brings the odds even, even more into our favor. And then beyond that, it's just kind of managing each situation. You know, you we get a, a couple run lead and we're able to go right after guys. You know, that's always a great, um, a great, you know, freedom to have when you can go out and just say, hey, until we get a runner on base, we're, we're, uh, we're going to be able to ride with the fastball and go right after guys and, and force the issue. And then, uh, you know, you get into other situations where, you know, you, you got runners on and you've got to try to, uh, you know, pitch into a ground ball or pitch for a strikeout or, you know, any type of, hmm. you know, uh, scenario like that, you know, you just got to um, stick with uh, your gut and stick with what the highest probability uh, hmm. outcome is. And, you know, it usually works out in your favor. Hey. Saw that, you know, this last weekend with, uh, with Murata dancing around some, some big situations and getting ground balls or ha- getting strikeouts and strikeout situations. Hmm. Um, you know, it helps to have have pitchers that can execute that as well. As we've got the Melbourne Aces, as mentioned, um, second home series starting Friday night, 7 o'clock. When do you sort of sit down with management and do the analysis on their hitters? Is, 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 is that something that's done a day out, or how does that how does that function within a team, doing that reconnaissance? Yeah, so the, um, you know, going into it, you know, like when we're in our bullpens this week, we'll know who their hitters are and um, we'll have kind of preliminary uh, info on, you know, okay, this guy's a lefty. He hits this part of the plate. Well, okay. So now we can, you know, maybe work on some sequences or, um, you know, locations that, that we might use, but then, you know, the majority of it happens, uh, you know, when you get the lineup before the game on Friday, I'll sit down with Kyle or, or Sunday, I'll sit down with Murata and say, okay, um, these are the guys that if you just do what you do best, you're going to have no problems. And then here might be the one guy that we're going to, you know, maybe pitch around. We're going to not let beat us, or we're just going to go and attack him with, with this pitch and see, you know, what mm. we can do there. Mm. But that's, you know, uh, you get the lineup and then, you know, um, you know, Friday, you're kind of testing the waters the first time through the order, seeing if, uh, you know, the info you had matches up with, with what you're seeing with your starter and with their hitters. And then if it works, you just, you go, keep going to the well. Before coming here, what were your, um, what were your expectations on the standard of baseball and has it exceeded those standards or is it not as high a standard as you thought? Uh, I would say I really didn't have expectations for 
the league besides I, you know, I was really excited to get down here and play baseball where, you know, winning is, is the emphasis and you're, you're, man, you're playing and managing every game. Like it's a, a playoff game. Um, and I would say that, you know, that expectation is really uh, held up. It's, I think as a player and as a team, you play your best baseball when you need to win. Um, and when, you know, like we're playing a 40 game season here, as opposed to 140 game season in the minor leagues here, you know, mistakes and losses and wins, they all get magnified. So guys uh, know that they have to up their level of focus and, and perform, you know, um, inning to inning and game to game within a weekend. Um, so I would say that, that was the biggest expectation that that's held up and it's been a real pleasure to get out and play, um, you know, playoff like baseball every day. Mm. And the standard of pitching's impressed you? Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, Australia kind of has a reputation of being, um, you know, more of a breaking ball sinker slider off speed, uh, type pitcher. And I think that was uh, something I wanted to work on when I came down here. And uh, I think that has definitely held up. I, I mean, uh, I'm going to mess his name up. Dan Oxman and, and uh, Warwick Sopold are kind of your, your prototypical former major league Australian pitchers. And, you know, they, they gave us fits. Um, Sopold with, with Perth and uh, Oxman with uh, Sydney. Um but yeah, I definitely have have been impressed with with the ability to pitch and the feel of the pitch from, you know, the Japanese pitchers we've seen in the league and the Australian, uh, more local pitchers. Mm. You mentioned here the fact that it's only forty games in the regular season. Every game is treated like a must win, and it's treated like a playoff game, and that's the expectation from Steve Mintz and the coaching staff. The other big change here in New Zealand, of course, is just the seven inning, which does put a, even more, greater pressure on teams having to try and manufacture runs and maybe just a little bit more urgency. Um, and we're doing it purely because we're trying to build the sport, trying to reach a wider audience, and Tuatara believe that a two-hour game is probably more conducive than a three-hour game. How have you found the seven-inning game? Yeah, uh, we play seven-inning doubleheaders in, in America, and it's always, uh, um, you know, you know that, the, that you have to come out from the start and be sharp because, you know, you, you do have less time. So um, I think it plays to our favor, especially at home, knowing that and, you know, the starters and all our position players knowing the, the urgency that, uh, you know, how short the game uh, can be. Um, you know, at the same time, I, the the one part, you know, you tend to dislike is, you know, always feeling like you're, you're the better team. And if you have a long enough game, you're going to show that you're the better team. So, um, you know, there, those, there can be those games that get away from you and they get magnified in a loss to a opponent that you, you don't think you should lost have lost to. But, um, you know, like I said, you know, the, the impetus in a, a 40 game season and coming down here to play winter ball and, um, you know, playing a win every day is to, to come out sharp and focus and play your best, you know, every time you're out there. Um, so if you're playing a seven inning game, you know, that, that, I think that elevates us even more so to do that. And how have you enjoyed the managerial style of Steve Mintz and his reputation and the way he does things? Oh, I love it. You know, um, he's, uh, he's an old school manager and he, he has faith in his players and he, uh, he'll let you know right where you stand. And, you know, he's, he's going to always put 
um, you know, the team above, above everything else. And I think he's, uh, you know, he's shown that he has everyone's back and that he's there to protect our best interests, whether it's with umpires or, you know, travel situations, or even if we're getting our bags checked in at the airport, you know, he has our backs and he's letting, um, people know that, uh, that we're going to be accommodated and all that. So, I, you know, I appreciate Mincy and all the Auckland, um, front office for, for making it happen for mm. us here. Okay. Have you got a nickname? Uh, I think at the at the stadium they announced me as Rock and Rob Emery. Rock and um, Rob Emery. See, I'm I'm doing the commentary. I'm doing the commentary with Dale <laughs> Budge, so we just need to know for television reasons. Rock and Rob Emery. We like that. And what and what about your parents? Yeah, they, they you- were they were they gave me that one uh, back home. Sometimes you know when I get the back going, it's Bobby Barrels, but you can't force that one. That one comes, you know, with with the the hits. Um, so yeah. I like Rock and Rob Emery. That's yeah. funny. No, it's good. And what about your parents and family back home? Are they following you? Are they watching what you're doing over here? Yeah, yeah, certainly. the The time change is tough, but they're able to get on the the replay and uh, and watch that. Or you know, they they let me know in Perth. Hey, you're on a closer time zone. We're getting up at five a.m. to watch you. So mm. it's good. I get messages at all you know funny hours of the day from from them, and it. Um, you know, when the time zone matches up, we get to talk to them or talk about what's going on or all that. So, yeah, they're definitely keeping tabs. All my, my parents and my family up in North and South Dakota and uh, grandparents in uh, Petaluma, they're all, they're all tapped in. I am going to talk to Dale Budge. I'm going to find out what your parents' names are. I'm going to give them a shout-out over the weekend. <laughs> all right. That would be great. It's uh, Amy and Michael. Amy and Chicago. Amy and Michael in Chicago. But what about the grandmother? There must yep. the the grandmother. The grandmothers always love to hear their names. Yeah, uh, Grandma Alice and Nana Holly. Grandma Alice and Nana Holly. Brilliant. We will make sure that they do get a big shout out. Hey, uh, just just quickly before we yeah, do let you go, just just a message to Tuatara fans getting along to this weekend's series against the Melbourne Aces. Yeah. Hey. Tuatar fans, come on out this weekend, support against the Melbourne Aces. Uh, you know, we're all making a push for that uh, uh, first place bid in the, what conference are we in? Are we in the south or north? Southeastern. No, northeastern, northeastern. My apology. The, yeah. Yeah, so we're making a push for the first place bid in northeastern conference, and uh, we'd love to see your support at North Harbour Stadium. We've got a great venue, the best stadium in the uh, uh, Australian Baseball League, and and we've got one of the most talented rosters you'll you'll find. So come out, grow the game of baseball, and uh, catch a Tuatara game. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely to have you on the program, Rob. Looking forward to um, yeah, this Friday night. And it uh, been an absolute privilege and a pleasure. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Catch you there for the Tuatara. Rob Emery out of the San Francisco Giants. Quality, quality young man. Quality baseball player. To a Tara quality team. Do it. They're also playing the, I think it's the 29th, 30th and 31st of December. So if you're in the Auckland, Greater Auckland region over that New Year period, get yourself along to a game before you perhaps go out and party a little bit.